0: At midfield, wearing number eight, the first All-Star ever from Laud, would you welcome Paddy Keenan. Arguably the most popular of tonight's winners, Paddy has led from the front for Laud since his championship introduction in 2003. Here's a chance for Rooney, what a goal by J.P. Rooney! And then it happened. Bean sends in from the sideline and Sean Cunningham finishes it at the net, Laud are in front. And here it is, now are All-Ireland Champions for the third time. Town, 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 Hello, the Bone Cup game is off today, but the We Are Loud pod is very much on. A day earlier than expected, here's the managerial merry-go-round for 2019. Holy moly! Managerial merry-go-round of mayhem. up Holy moly! Managerial merry-go-round of mayhem. Europe, goodbye, you up Managerial merry-go-round of mayhem. Holy moly! The year doesn't be long coming around, and managerial merry-go-round 2019 is upon us. Did it last year, got great reaction and it's just nice to know, everyone wants to know who's over who and who who has that manager and where's he gone and are they all changed, is there going to be a, a big kick in the ass for some team there a new manager or I'm delighted he's staying on or very surprised he's gone there but with AGM's coming up and you see Twitter announcements and you have a couple of announcements here and there and who's got who. Um, I suppose there's no harm getting it out there and getting the debate going. There's a few slots yet to be filled and maybe they are filled and I'm just not aware of. So if, if you do know anyone, let me know and send it in. But uh, we'll start with the senior senior championship teams. And it's crazy. Uh, six, six have brand new managers for the next season so that's half of, half of the team teams at senior grade will have a new manager which seems an awful lot of a bit of a turnaround considering like you're going into senior championship football next year so the other six have probably a slight advantage with, with staying with the familiar and there's one unconfirmed as well so we, we'll give that in here I suppose we start with the new boys that's the Moctis in the senior championship yeah they'll be delighted to hear that Ask chairman Paul Morta, I think he'll have that on repeat Um, but yeah Seamus McGann's the manager and Kieran Quinn is there again for next year he's been a a massive introduction to that panel according to all the reports and the lads since he came in midway through the season before the Hunterstown game in the the group game and it it wasn't going too great before he came in and next thing boom he got a massive bounce out of them and won the intermediate championship so they're delighted to keep him on and the Moktis, you'll probably remember, they had, uh, they had Fergal Real appointed and then he pulled out at the very last minute. and uh, So they'd be delighted with a bit of continuity going, in, going into their the first grade and senior for a long, long time. Uh, Paul McLaughlin, looks we say, with the Mahanis. Uh, solid enough year last year. Um, then you're getting to the top four teams here. You have uh, Wayne McKeever staying on with the Dreadnoughts. Probably a, a solid year all around, really. When you look at it, uh, uh, like I suppose it's his first year in charge. Uh, it's his first kind of get first year. You're kind of just getting the grips with the group, and you'd probably be disappointed looking back. At it. but when you when you do actually look back at it and you see he got into senior division one league semi final, got the championship semi final. Um, I know they were beaten by the winners in the semi-final of the championship and then I suppose the Martins were beaten in the league final but it's a good body of work to, to work on and to progress on it's, it peed out slightly but there's potential there and if you can get a few more percentages out of those players like you're you're getting into finals and you're winning things so Wayne McKeever stays on um, Smiley Phillips as far as I know is staying on with the Blues um, it's hard to see them wanting to change or him leaving. He just seems to be very comfortable there. It's like a boot room scenario where he's a former player and he's a lot of former players around him. The the place runs like clockwork really out there in the blues. He's he'll have more players coming through. Um, he'll be able to manage that. He, he, he'll he'll be also able to build on a league success and a championship success and with an eye for Leinster now to. To improve that record so that's another maybe Kara he'd like to to, to to grab considering uh he two first round exits in leinster under his uh, campaign but then you look at it and you see he wasn't there for, for health reasons for one of the games i think it was that semi-final against dreadnoughts and they still kind of carried out order and won early despite him be, being on the line so he, that's how well he has them Working under his tutelage, so Smiley's doing a great job there. Two from two, he actually improved in last year. by winning in the league and been more consistent throughout the league, having been in a relegation playoff the year before. So, if you're looking for things to aim at, you'd probably want to go for Leinster again, and that that might just keep him in the role. Um, Ardy St Mary's, there. The, that's the final team here that I'd look to have. The, yeah, that's the sixth team here that. No, sorry, one more team to go. Uh, sorry, Sean Barry and his sidekick Wayne McCarty from uh, from Dublin teams have passed. I read the Dublin the Chaos years a book recently, and Wayne features prominently on that uh, former free taker for the Dubs. But they feel they have a lot to work on. They they probably need a second year, considering all the work they've done in the. Uh, in that first season, in blooding an awful lot of new players and getting them getting those minor players up to up to adult football and they'll have another pre season behind them as well. So Sean Mary and Wayne, it's probably good for the Marys that like the young they haven't kept the manager for two seasons in a long time. Um, since Oh. What was it five or six years, someone from RD let me know anyway. And then senior finalist, uh, Nave Martin. It looks like Jim Farrell is staying on. And I presume Christie will stay on with him. I don't know. And uh, there's rumours that he mightn't be, but I presume that, that two that two those two will stick together. Um to be foolish not to really when you have uh, a team on the cusp, very close to making a breakthrough and they could do with all the continuity they can get so there we have the six other teams that uh, have new managers and I'll, I'll rapid fire them and then we we'll go into them so you have Aaron High with the Rathleys Eamon Dunn with the Geraldines, Paddy White with the Pats Paul Morgan with the Dundalk Gales and John O'Connor with the O'Connells and Ollie McDonnell is back with the Joes so we start with the Joes and did a bit of turmoil last year they had a uh, McGuinness man in early on didn't go well got rid of him then they had three local lads uh, Declan Sullivan, and that uh, so Ollie had ma- has managed the Joes before the intermediate level he's gone and trained the Sabana for a couple of years and the Laird Junior so that'll make him any, a better manager because he, he did a quite good job with the Joes when he was with them didn't just get them to out of intermediate but he brought an awful lot of them on on that team that did win it and he was supposed he was met by the um, the Mahoney's team who was in intermediate at that time. So that's probably a big boost to get Ollie back for the Joes. John O'Connor is with the O'Connells and disappointing year for Paul Gallagher last year with the, with the O'Connells, but they did stay up into senior and uh, probably middle of the road Division 2 team come the end of it but John O'Connor is uh, is making a name for himself as quite a good manager this past couple of years on the parish, and especially Dunlear, he's very close with Dunlear to getting into the junior final and maybe going forward or he had them playing well again this year but it, uh, the O'Connors looks like an exciting uh, challenge for him and um, you would be really chomping at the bit to to go out of senior football, I suppose. Paul Morgan takes over from Malachi O'Rourke. He's had a like a good couple of years with the with the Gales. Um, kind of struggled in the league at times, and then won division two, and then got to the senior final last year. It just kind of it's probably his message, on that kind of faded come the end of his reign and uh, Paul Morgan has been with the juniors uh, so it would be nice for him to step up and uh, from the inside did a successful junior team that would have been playing Division 3 only for the rule was changed so uh, Paul Morgan, local man similar to Ollie, uh, club man and then another club man going into, this, going into the hot seat is uh, Paddy White takes over from Sean Comerski and Fergal Real Paddy White's a former Pats player. Um, he's another lad that's been around the, around the, the county and gone back now to his home home club. Um, he was with Toter last year and he was with the Hunterstown the year before with Paddy McGuinness. We get to him in a second. So I think all down the Pats wanted him back. Would are like delighted to have Paddy back. Speaking to the players and that they're enthused by having them and wanting them, so he's got the job and uh, interested to see how that works out because the Pats were evergreen last year. They really pushed on and they weren't they weren't um, far away at all um, when when it came down to it. Only they met them like they, they did very well to beat the Mahanys that night in uh, Clans and then pushed on in the league as well and just met probably the form team at the time the Martins in the semi-final but there's plenty to work with there and a few young players coming through as well um, so that'll be very yeah I'm looking forward to see how that goes and then another sorry another another local before we get to the the other, the other big uh, I suppose it's the biggest change or the most interesting one um, is Eamon Dunn is with the Gerard Lines. he's taken over Wayne Callan who done a year um didn't go all that well From the They just survived in the league and they stayed up in the championship via a win. But Eamon Dunn comes back, former uh, under-21 loud manager's past and minor manager's past couple of years. He, he got Cullen to senior final in 2008. Uh, he'll be in twos. He would have worked with a lot of those younger lads who would have played with his son. So they're all coming through now. And they're at an age where did want to make a dint in the senior championship and have the ability, there's a lot of good players out there and uh, he'll be motivated to do it. He'll know them inside out. He probably wanted to get the job throughout the Eamon McInerney reign and uh, I suppose they would have been careful for what they wish for out there, but they're still in senior. Uh, Eamon Dunn looks, I think they actually only appoint inside managers in the Gerald so they don't go outside you should just take on club men and again I stand corrected so plenty of questions out there but yeah interesting to see how Eamon gets on uh, having been away from the club scene uh, well off, on the pitch anyway so last but not least it's probably the most high profile change uh, is Aaron High making his managerial debut uh, with the rallies uh, Mickey Conlon was doing a good job for two years and according to reports that he they expect him to stay on but he went and Heiser's in now he would have been with Laird this past couple of years so he's bulk of Intercounty assistant manager experience and the Rattleys are a really really solid team they stormed that league last year they're up in Division 1 league they're really they're a handful on any given day they probably didn't play as well as they could in the championship this year but they're, they're still there nonetheless Heiser will be looking to get that out of them and then they'll go Dark Horses again in the championship so that's the 12 uh, that's the 12 senior teams I've plenty of questions in there from from Ardy to the Martins to the Rathalys to the Geraldines uh, let me know but um, who do you think's your uh, Dark horse now in the championship who's going to do really well who's going to be a disaster Get your um, reactions into me. So, intermediate championship teams, and if you thought upheaval was massive in the uh, senior ranks, it's even more, um, more prominent here in the intermediate. You have 9 out of the 12. 9 out of 12, so three quarters of teams in intermediate championship football next year will have a new manager. There's only three teams that will have the same manager from last year and a bit of continuity going forward. And maybe that adds to why the Intermediate Championship is just so competitive. Uh, I know it might be there to players a lot of the time, but management uh, at that level and that huge turnover has to add to it slightly as well. Um, well. Maybe a new manager comes in and gets a bounce. I don't know whether a new manager has won a Championship in the first season I suppose to have looking back at Intermediate you have um uh, Paddy Bates one of O'Connell's in his first year um, last year I suppose Kieran Quinn was in his first year Seamus McGann was in his first year uh, the year before that I suppose Wayne McKeever had been with the Joes for two years um, I can't remember off the top of my head before that could uh, but so so there's a strong chance with 9 out of 12 teams that a new manager is going to get their hands in silverware in their first season with new charges. and That just adds to how competitive the whole intermediate grade is. So we start with the three, the three that will have the same managers and I presume now oh, something really going awry out in the Young Irelanders. I, uh, well, I suppose he is going to be in charge. Adrian, I don't know who. He's going to be in charge for their... All-Ireland semi-final yes All-Ireland semi-final um, against Beaufort in the new year so he'll be still by default or by just pure success Adrian who will remain with the Dundalking Ireland and I have a feeling they'll go quite well in into media next year uh, looking at the way they play and just like the bond that they're going to have over this past year is surely going to stand to them uh, another Dundalk team with a new manager, Mark McCann is staying on with the Clans. This will be his third season in charge. Um, he had Val Andrews working with him before, Niall O'Donnell, but that will be a fair, uh, nice bit of commu- uh, continuity to have. And then last year's losing finalists, uh, Eugene Judge, I think, is staying on with the Feckins. So that's the three. Uh, and then the nine, Upheaval, um, Kilkerley don't have anyone yet. If, if they do, let me know. And the Matica as well. John Kennedy has left. That's for certain. He, the down man has left the, the Matic Rangers role. He's gone on to manage, well, he's taken the drum and T role. Uh, so we've heard. And Matic haven't got anyone yet. But down in Cooley, Peter McDonald, Adrian Sheelan partnership is gone. And Mark Copeland, the down man, has taken them over. So he comes with a lot of uh, good good kind of stats behind him between the down ladies, down seniors, senior men. So there's there's plenty there for There's plenty there for, for Cooley. They're a sleeping giant. They've gone on 21 teams the past couple of years. So there is young talent there to push through. And you just still have the likes of Richie Brennan, Brian White, uh, Sean Marks, uh, she the two Sheelands so there's plenty of talent to work with down there. Is he the man to to unlock it and get it working? Um Ciaran Conlon comes in from from, from uh, Mead. He's a, he would have managed uh, Michael's Carlinstown this past couple of years. He quarterfinals couple of years ago, and then they got to the intermediate final last year. So if he can do quite well at Mead, Conlon will be looking to do well with Tohor, who are on the cusp semi-final team this past couple of years. And they will like he he's he has been left a good panel there with by Paddy White. Um, the Brides have a, a drum team man, Declan McCoy. Um he's in, he's taken over from Pierce Murphy and Paul Kirk. Um, so that's uh, that's 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 an interesting one. He's probably the, the manager I don't know the I know the least about uh, with Declan McCoy. But um... There's also local to us here in the Glen Emmets after a bit of turmoil last year they made probably the most highest profile um, acquisition in Graham Garrity but it didn't last too long kind of soured really in the end and they went local um, with a couple of three local men in charge Shawnee Lynch, Derek Johnson and another chap I just can't remember and they've gone for Hugh Dorrigan uh, former Mary's manager and I think he was with the Mitchells as well Um Hugh is uh, really into his management, into football and he's looking to, he's getting back into it now and he's a nice challenge there, Division 2 team and he wants them to stay in the Intermediate Championship just like the the Kevins built on their, their um, I suppose their progress is uh, going to look to do the same and he's a couple of nice young players as well I know I haven't worked with them in the in, uh, 21 amalgamation so Durrigan, he's a tinker on the game. He uh, likes to go into his stats and his analysis, so he would be looking to get the the very last there, the, the Tony Allen, and maybe push them on, maybe bring them on and, and make them a solid intermediate team and maybe further. Uh Speaking of solid intermediate teams, you have uh, the Oliver Plunkett's throw the team. Mickey Matthews was there for a year last year, um local club man good club man, got them to the quarter final of the championship last year, having been in a relegation playoff the year before. Mickey'd been more than happy with his year's work and he now hands it over to Tosborne another another Plunkett's man, a former uh, goalkeeper. Uh for the Plunkett So he'll know the setup inside out he would know all the players inside out and he'd want to bring them on and uh i like I suppose add to add to the year they had this year, like you know, uh, they were they were quite solid. They have a couple of good strong players to build upon, really strong players, like likes of Robbie Brodigan and Adam Brodigan. Um so there's there's loads there. And I suppose having had John Neary the year before and things went awry with them. They have a bit of solidity there to walk from and have that foundation going forward and then last but not least is uh sorry did I mention Peter Doody for Hunterstown um, he was over with the Matic Ladies last year um, Peter would have been a player manager with Killani in Monaghan his home club and did a quite a good job I think they were on the brink and he brought them from the brink to success uh, this past couple of years and they've done very well Kalani down there, a small little parish, so he would be able to tap into that. He's a school teacher in Balapusta, so he'll know all the, the players and parents and the whole community out there, so that's another sleeping giant, um, Hunterstown, so there's plenty of talent there for Peter to work with. I suppose with every team at this grade there's, there's talent there it's just about unlocking it and maybe that's why so many teams have got new managers in to see can they unlock it and no further uh, unlocking it than um, Colin Kelly with the Kevins uh, former inter-county manager Westmead County manager last year and loud for three years before that he's taken over from Johnny McGee who did a quite a good job with him and he also it was a double job as well because he won uh, the Dublin Senior Championship with Kilmacud McCod. So Colin comes in on the back of that work, and he looks at like anything Colin does likes to push it on further, and um, he sees the potential there. And they're, they're quite a solid team, and the they're, they're, the progress they've made since K Henry is is just been added on every single year. They're making an upward curve on the graph between staying in uh, Division Two football. Um, sorry, no, they're still a division three football, they're staying in intermediate football mm-hmm. by getting into the quarterfinals, they're adding to it. They were looking against the Feckins at the quarter stage as well. They would have been it would have been an improvement on the year before with Beppard or O'Connells in the quarter final stage. But it's all about progress with them and they're a progressive little club and they're working very well and they've a good bunch, good panel there, good just good characters and I suppose added to it further by King Callum with the county setup, so that's gonna help them further. So it was plenty to work with there for Colin. Um, they're building and they're a tight, they're a tight team, and they'll they'll fear nobody. Come uh, the championship draws early on in the New Year. So that's that's the intermediate. That's yeah, that's the intermediate wrapped up and yeah. So nine out of twelve, and three staying on, three remainers. It's like a bit like Brexit, but next uh, junior. The junior grade, um, it's going to be very, very competitive next year. The way things are, are spanning out and looking at the teams that are in it and the teams that have left, like uh, the Irelanders leaving it, it leaves it very open for teams in, in the junior grade. And if they're writing up a junior championship next year, it looks to be probably the year to do the job. Um, there's, what, one, two, three, four, five, six confirmed appointments. And I suppose I'll have a lot of questions... That you might have to answer coming for going forward. So I suppose we start with uh, the team that went down is the and Damien Shields seems to be remaining with the Dundalk club, and they'll be looking for a swift exit out of the junior ranks and to have probably the best panel in in that grade. Um, another la- a lateral movement, I suppose, would be would be um, Mark Gilson. He's gone from the junior finalists the past two years, ...Glide Rangers. To Lan Lear, who um, have been knocking on the door with tons of potential and the re- d- d- dark horses every year for it. Um, so he's he's going to try his hand. He, like he's proven to get teams to, senior f- or to, to junior finals. And he has the potential and he's showed that he can do it. Uh, can he do it, Lan Lear? Who knows? And he might be the man to get them over the line because there's not that much... Uh, stopping them really, and they'll be looking at it like, yeah, we can do it. So that's probably the top two teams in the junior grade, and then in the, to- the sorry, no, Glide are probably still probably still the team to beat. But having lost two senior, two junior finals in a row, that's really gonna that's really gonna scupper them. And is a couple of the senior players still going to stay on? Um, like, like the likes of Devaney and Sheridan, uh, so, and they don't have a manager as yet, but do let me know uh, if I like, get an appointment as a manager, and then you have, probably the other contender up there would be uh, Roach, and they've made a shrewd appointment, Niall Cannon is left after one year in charge, and Paddy McGuinness uh, is with them, he would have been with uh, Paddy White with Hunterstown and the Westerns before, so he know the lay of the land. He won an inter- he won an intermediate with Killeavy, and um, so that like the semi finalists last year, Roach without Barry O'Hare, they might have got to the final. They were they ran the ironers close, and they went on to win in Enster. So there's there's a there's a depth there, and there's a potential there for uh, Roach, and I think McGuinness could be the man to get out of them. Um, Dowdles Hill have gone back to Pat Connan to manage them a couple of years ago. Um, they had a, I suppose in an indifferent year, the two lads in term effect and seemingly had all the, the right ideas and they were good trainers and all, but it just didn't happen for them on the field of play. Um, the Knicks have gone for uh, Dave Lydon. It's a very interesting appointment. Uh, he's a Mayo man, but we won't hold that against him. But uh, he's a fair pedigree behind him. He would have played he would have played in an All Ireland club final for Steven Stephenites back in the nineties. I think when they were bet by across mid he would have played Connor back in that team. So he has all that potential and uh, he uh, he looked kinda of, I'd say I love the work that they're doing in the Knicks, the billboards up and they're trying to get the thing going. So he'll be there and he'll try and push it on try and build up a player base and get them competitive again because they have a couple of nice players and um, they sh- Philip Kerwin and Roy Kearans, uh the characters as well so there's stuff to build on and there's youth coming through seemingly I've been so I've been told speaking of youth um, Hugh Diamond is gone from the Mitchells having done a couple of years there and Done a good done an admirable job with the Mitchells. If um, they have a lot of good players coming through as well, they've a lot. Of, they're, they're helped by the rugby club as well. That they're, they're, uh, they're, they're a serious strong team. Anytime I've seen them play, but they've a couple of nice players like the so Trevor Matthews and the Gallagher. Jerry, actually, who's taken over is Jerry Gallagher and Eddie Coyle. Um, that would have been he's John Gallagher's father. And he's another brother as well. So the Mitchells, could, could this could be their dark horse year where they go on a good run. They've been knocking on the door with a bit of potential. But those two local men might be might be the men to get it out of them. Uh, so that's the confirmed ones. As far as we know, Mark Murray and Cal O'Hanlon are staying on uh with the with the Westerns and the Shawns. The Western's always are in, in with a shout with the with the two Dornans running the show. Uh I suppose uh, similar to the Mitchells there and similar to the Mitchells, the Westerns and the Shans are, are paying dividends from the strong RD community school teams. They're they're playing a nice high standard of schools football and it's rubbing off of the club and making the club players better players. Um, the Malache's don't have anyone and Ollie McDonald is gone for Stabannon so there's a vacancy out there as well, and I don't think they've been filled. Colin Gales are actively looking as well, and Martin Smith, I think, is still staying on with the tones, um, and Anna Minion Rovers are looking for someone as well. So if you know, or can update me on all those managers' vacancies, let me know, but... Uh, yeah, that's the junior grade wrapped up in a nutshell. I suppose more, uh, more questions than answers there, but I suppose... one two three four five six seven teams with managers and another six out there looking so that's your junior senior and intermediate managerial merry-go-round for 2019 holy moly managerial medical round of mayhem holy moly managerial medical round of mayhem Europe the medical round of mayhem Holy moly So there you have it A fully comprehensive rundown On all the teams And managers new and old And vacancies that are still left um, Thanks for joining in And listening to the show You'll get uh, the We Are Allowed podcast On Soundcloud and iTunes as well Please subscribe Check out my Facebook and Twitter feeds also Eh uh, plenty of questions there don't be shy in answering and uh, that's all for now I don't know about you but I am absolutely exhausted after that Man when I tell you she was cool she was red hot I mean she was You know that chick that used to dance like every night she would be on the floor shaking while she got Man when I tell you she was cool she was red hat. I mean she was